Hello and welcome to the Wellness Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Taff, and I am delighted to be back with season two. We have 10 fab episodes lined up with guests and solo topics, and I can't wait to sit down with you. And for this episode, the very first episode, I have Lorraine Hogan, who is also known as the Wellness Coach, and we are talking all things upgrading your self-care and your self-worth. So wherever you are, whether you're going on a walk, in the car, doing bits around the house, whatever it is, I hope you enjoy. And please let me know your biggest takeaway from the episode or your favorite part or something that you've learned because one of my favorite parts of this whole process is just connecting with you and chatting about what what you've learned or what you found helpful. So yeah, let's get into the episode. So Lorraine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so me. much for coming on. Um, before we start, I always love to ask uh, guests just to tell us a bit about themselves, what you do, and then we can get into our chats. Okay. So I suppose um, my name is Lorraine. Um, I'm the wellness coach. I have a wellness, I've created my own wellness business online. Um, and to take you back to when my journey started, I, I suppose it began about 10 years ago when I had my third child. And I was just really struggling to find that balance between life, my own wellness and, you know, work and stuff like that. So I wanted to try and just be the best mother I could be, be the best person I could be, you know, show up for myself authentically. So I began my exercise journey, which led me on to begin to become a personal trainer. And then from there, I really found that, you know, exercise is an amazing tool, but also mindset was something that was really, really important so I went on, became a life coach, done some nutritional studies, and then it just took me further on my journey, I suppose, to do go for a more holistic approach with yoga, meditation, cacao, and then create my own business. Yeah, amazing. And we were, for everyone listening, we were just chatting there that myself and Ryan actually both come from healthcare backgrounds as well. So yeah. you were a social care worker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I was from nurse. And, and I think that probably has... <laughs> a bit to do with the, the going on a bit of a wellness journey as well for your own well-being and kind of the stress and the busyness of of life I suppose yeah, yeah. but then yeah. at the bottom of it you're like it's a caring job so ultimately you want to care and look after people so ultimately I suppose you can bring everything like my best learning was when I was a social care worker because it taught me so much um so I bring all those tools that I've learned with me into my practice today, so which is amazing. So. Yeah, and um, I was actually, so I had Michelle um, Hone, the owner of the Fit Clinic on the podcast in season one, and she was actually the one who introduced me to your women's circles in Port Marnock. So I met her one, one Wednesday and I went, and I remember at the end when we had done it, you know, when you meet someone who you can tell, they just, they stand really in their authentic self and really in their power and I remember thinking that about you afterwards where you were just so grounded and so like like somebody who's just in their truth and talking about stuff that really is aligned with themselves and really passionate about it and stuff um and in all of your circles you can just see it um so yeah I wanted to say that to you as well because I think it's probably why it's what you do is is so powerful and you you connect with so many women um but my one way sorry thank you for that no not at all it's true um empowering women is a huge huge important thing for me because 
it's where I'm passionate. It's what I'm passionate about. And it's it's me that was that woman that was struggling, that needed that help, that needed, you know, some advice or just even to sit in circle and say, actually, I found it really difficult today. Yeah. Yesterday I done this, yes, or whatever, you know, I'm 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 not in a great place at the moment. And that's okay. So yeah. I think the important thing is recognizing where you're at and being okay with that. You know, we're not super women. We're not. We try our best each and every day, but at the end of the day, you know, you are going to struggle. And I think the support from other women is so powerful. So yeah. powerful. And that was one of the things I wanted to ask you was, because I think when you kind of embark on a healing or a kind of a wellness journey, there is a lot of the time a point in your life that you get to where you're like, okay, something needs to change for me. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I want to kind of reconnect myself and look after myself so I, I love asking um anyone that I talked to about this what was that for you and I know you mentioned that it was around the time of your third baby and you were you were working and yeah so it would have been around that time that I began to re-educate myself and and I suppose invest in my own healing journey so I would have done a lot of my own healing journey prior to even stepping into becoming a wellness coach <clears throat> because <clears throat> I think you need to, sorry, yeah. I think you need to have experienced life, but also experience your healing journey to be able to then help other people and even to recognize that other people need that support within themselves. And then obviously you have the tools because you have the experience of of being and living that journey. And that's why I feel it's it's so valuable to, you know, be able to just step into your power it's a beautiful thing to be able to actually yeah. just say no I have a gift and I have a gift that I want to share with people and that's okay yeah you know and then create a business um in line with what it is you want to do and share and it was always a real burning desire for me to obviously care for people but to empower women and that's I suppose that's the baseline of my business is empowering women but also empowering people I suppose because I do a lot of other retreats and stuff with, with men as well but empowering women to be able to say you have unique gifts you have that special power you can actually heal yourself and recognize that within yourself and empower them to to, to truly truly authentically do that work yeah and it's it's like because I remember back when kind of I had hit my rock bottom or point in life where I was like no something's got to change here I don't want to do this anymore a massive part for me was always feeling like I was kind of alone in what I was feeling and the struggles and everything and Mm -hmm. to even to now like I could try like like your circles and things like that it's so powerful to go out of your way to connect with other people because you're never alone in what you're feeling you're never on your own and there's always someone who can relate to you and support you and who have been there like we're all human and we all struggle it's like it's part of life but I think that that also nearly acts as a barrier to to doing anything about it because I was kind of like is it just me that feels this anxious and this disconnected from myself all the time and I nearly felt like stuck and a bit kind of embarrassed about it I just didn't didn't know where to go I didn't even know where to start and for me it was I just started reading um and just kind of you know you have that little inkling underneath it all where you're like there's more that there's more mm-hmm. out there for me and I don't have to feel this way but I was like I don't know what that is but I'm going to follow that tiny tiny feeling yeah. and see where where it goes and mm-hmm. then like you said you slowly start to stand more and more in your power and 
you learn little tools and you find what works for you um so yeah it really it's all about the journey yeah. isn't it it's it's really do you know what what I would refer to that little that 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 inner that inner feeling it's like a little flame it's your passion so it's a little flame within you that you have and it's like maybe I'm supposed to be doing something different and you'll keep coming back to it and you'll keep coming back to it but that is actually your passion and that's your 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 gift that you have to share so I would always say like recognize that passion and and nurture that passion and that little flame and you know keep feeding it and keep feeding it and the more you feed your passion the more you can actually feel confident in knowing that this is actually something that I need to do because we 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 all have special gifts and we're all here for a reason and the more we nurture and recognize it instead of trying to you know guide be guided away from it like bring yourself to this place and bring yourself to your passion and and allow it to unfold and allow your journey to unfold because the universe will 100% I truly believe that the universe will align you with certain people places things to create the gift to empower yourself to be able to just truly step into your power and it's a really special amazing thing when it happens you know and and it can be scary it's very scary you have to you have to actually you have to really step out of the fear aspect of life and like I left my job you left your job you know friends that you had are no longer in line with with the values that you now have and you know yeah a lot of changes happen in your life and you do have to be brave but just know that you're on the right path to follow that dream and a whole new world opens up for you and that is amazing and it's it's you sort of find it's like finding your soul tribe the word Anamtua our, our retreat that we have it's called um, your soul tribe and that's what it is it's finding like-minded people that are in line with your values and it's your soul tribe and it's an amazing feeling because you just feel at home yeah and it's I a big part of what I found as well was for so long I listened to everything outside me so I listened mm-hmm. to kind of what other people were doing or what society said I should do and maybe like little fearful things like I would have heard growing up and that like I remember feeling like went through a phase in nursing. I was in a really, really hard um, position and it was just really stressful. And I could feel myself moving further and further away. And eventually it did really affect my health. But I, I continuously listened to that narrative. Oh, well, you have to, you can't, your priority is having your job and working to save and making sure you have, you get a house and you can pay your bills and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And it, I completely ignored what I needed completely yeah. and I moved further mm-hmm. and further away from it and it wasn't until I started um, which we will talk about as well for everyone listening um using tools like for me tools that connect me with my inner voice like meditation and just slowing down and stuff that I could actually start listening to what I needed and not what everyone else was saying I should be doing because I think if if we were down that path we can end up and and I did get there where I was like what where what am I doing here like this is so far from what what is right for me and again it's a lesson but it, it, it's it's hard to kind of tune in and listen to your own needs mm-hmm. you can become resentful then almost in the fact that you're living this life that other people have created for you really you know our society has created we're so conditioned to just 
you know, as even as Irish people, get a mortgage, have kids, get married. You know, this is what everyone does and stay in that lane and don't, oh my God, you're, what you're setting up your own business. Oh my God, what you, you meditate, you do yoga. It's like, yeah, this helps me and this is what I enjoy to do. You know, and people, there's a lot of begrudging out there as well of people actually having the confidence to do what they want to do because, you know, people will try and, and take you down and will try and say, oh, God, that's, that's, just, that's just a fantasy. You know, that don't, you know, don't follow your dreams. But realistically, you should follow your dreams because that's what's ultimately going to make you happy. And at the end of the day, it's our life, ours only. You know, we will share our life with other people. But ultimately, when when comes to the point where we're going to die, we're dying on the deathbed on our own, you know, and hopefully have fulfilled our true potential. Yeah, you know, and shared and it, it with people. Yeah, and that's and for everyone listening, we mean as well. Like, it's not about like all of a sudden one day up and leaving your job and and no. completely changing everything all at once. It's just like even like that one percent shift towards something. It's like even making a decision one day about something that you would prefer rather than what somebody else would prefer, and just start honoring mm-hmm. what what you need. And I. I always used to struggle with knowing what I need, but if you really tune in and, and we'll um, talk about some little tools that you could do, but if you, you really tune in, there is a knowing in all of us underneath it all about what's right for us and what's wrong. And I always, like I kind of tune in, to, it feels like a yes or it feels like a no and just learning to connect with that. Like yeah. your inner guidance system is just it can help you slowly shift and slowly move towards where you want to go you don't have to do it all at once yeah I, th- I think the the key there is is breaking it down like when I um created in 2020 when COVID hit it was the perfect time for me to create my own business and exactly what I wanted so I actually took like three months it was a 90-day program that I done it's called a dream building program but I took the three months to really look at how I wanted to create the life that I wanted to live basically so it is using manifestation as well but obviously taking action steps so it's very goal orientated but you'd, you'd you'd fast forward three years so in three years time what do you want your life to look like you know for people listening at home you'd break it down into like your goals as in your career what what do you what do you want your career to look like relationships what do you want your relationships to look like your home life like what do you want your home to look like and get really specific with with it and then your lifestyle so what kind of a lifestyle how do you want to feel how do you want to look how do you want to show for yourself and then you break that down going back into 12 month stages and then into three month stages but then into daily steps as you say just one daily thing in line with this bigger picture each day take an action step towards your dream life really and it's it's like although you're manifesting it but you're also creating it with with your action steps so it's not so overwhelming you have got a bigger picture in mind but you're breaking it down into your little smaller steps so this week I'm gonna get up early and maybe meditate every morning and that's just a matter of checking in with yourself or I'm gonna journal every evening you know practice gratitude um, I'm going to look at different careers. I'm going to look at maybe courses in line with the career that I want to choose. Um, and it, it is, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't. And it's not, there is no magic wand to fix anything in life. You have to do the work. Ultimately, it's up to you to do the work, to invest in yourself, to create whatever it is you want to create. And I would always say, 
dream, dream really big. Like there is nothing unachievable once you put in, if you're willing to put in the work, there is nothing that you cannot achieve. Yeah. I love to call it consciously creating because you're becoming conscious of where you are now. And I know that where I am now is a result of my thoughts and my actions before today. And the same for today, what I do today plants, whatever happens next. Mm -hmm. And that for me was one of the biggest turning points was like, no, Robin, you, your actions and your thoughts and what you do create what comes next. And like, I remember for years, I kind of just lived in a place of life just happens this way. And I have no power over what happens next. This is just it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I remember like when I went through a period of being quite unwell, my heart and everything wasn't in a great place, but I kind of just sat back and I was like, well, what am I meant to do about it? Mm-hmm. And and it was that that unconscious place that I was in that had had really got me there because for me my health was down to my lifestyle. So when I learned about that, like deliberately creating or consciously creating, and just becoming aware that, like you said, I have a lot of the I have all the power really yeah. to, to create those shifts. Mm-hmm. And and I love that, especially because you say you work a lot with women and like I even see like my husband has a business and he's much more rooted in himself and he's more confident and he knows he's more secure in himself with it. Whereas I would, I suppose, have kind of more self-limiting beliefs and maybe a bit of conditioning and stuff from from growing up and stuff that I would I just notice a difference in the two of us. So for women, mm-hmm. and I know that it is. 99% women that that you're listening to this podcast but to to know about your power and I that's why I love what you do because it's all about empowering women and getting them to notice and and that, be aware of that yes that ultimately you yeah you have the power to change your life you have the power to change each thought each and every moment and it's just I suppose a lot of when life is just constantly you know happening happening to you and not happening for you. I think when, as you said, that that moment when it clicks and it's like, actually, no, I am actually the creator of, of my life, of my thoughts, of my actions. And then practice it and practice it. And some days you're going to have crap days and some weeks you're going to have crap weeks. But it's coming back to remembering, actually, I remember, you know, I, I have control over this. I have complete control over this. And like, again, it might sound a bit, oh, my God, you know, you can't can't just have create that this magic life. You have children. You have you know activities that you have to do. You have you have demands. You know which is completely true. But it's again, it's how you're showing up for each and every one of these things that makes you more powerful to be able to create and and look for a better life. Because that's I think the shift work and stuff when we were when I was in social care, I wanted a really ultimately I wanted a really good. Um, work-life balance because I was working really long shifts away from the children and stuff like that so I wanted to create my own business and that's that was what my goal was to create it and then I wanted to help other women that were in the same position as me so you know when you have these I suppose underlying factors and reasons as to why you want to create what you want to do and believe in that so strongly that 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 brings you and gives you the passion and the fire to continue to do it yeah and do you have any advice for anyone listening who may be at that point right now so they're feeling quite lost or feeling like like that that life they don't really have much control over it how 
would you have any advice for them for how they can start one small thing they could do to start becoming more conscious and just learning about their power and starting to to tune into what they need so I'd say the first thing the first word of advice that I'd give anybody would be start now don't keep putting it off start now so the easiest thing you can do is get a journal get a journal and just write down your thoughts that would be where I would start because once you write down exactly how you're feeling writing down your goals writing down your struggles writing down your 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 qualities your gifts what you have you know and then writing writing down also the negative things in your life but not judging anything that you journal um but just really getting clarity on where you're at that'd be the first thing and I'd, I'd, I'd also be really um a good advocate of routine morning routines being what I, I live by I swear by morning routines because I think once you're set up in the morning with a really good strong solid morning routine you're controlling your day you're controlling your thoughts you're controlling your mood it puts you in this really positive mindset to say yeah actually I, I'm you know I have a plan here today you know because each and every day is going to be different but once you have a little plan for yourself so getting up that half an hour early I know it's dark in in the winter and it's harder to get out of bed but if you do it for one week you will see such a difference in in your life in in how much control you have over your day and breaking it down into you know I'll do this for myself you know most of the time as women as well all our time and energy is spent on other people making sure that they're okay and that's what we do as women and we're nurturers and that is truly who we are we're feminine energy and ultimately, that's our goal to make sure everybody is OK. But when was the last time you made sure you were OK? So it's giving yourself that time to check in with yourself first thing in the morning and say, OK, I'm not feeling great today, but that's fine. Um, you know, but what can I do today? And just breaking it down. Really, like It doesn't have to take a long time. It's just a couple of words. Have a little cup of tea or whatever. I love my cacao. Um, and just check in with yourself. And you literally just spend that time, have a little meditation breathe check in and you know just just control your day and just say actually I have this you know empower yourself to say I've got this you're it's um, like you're getting out ahead of it instead yeah. of getting up in the day kind of running you because I even I was telling Rain before we started recording I had COVID last month so all routine all of my tools everything just went out the window and by the end of um October I just noticed like a difference in my mental health I noticed a difference in my temperament even like my relationships like just feeling snappy and really disconnected and I had no routine all of my my tools and stuff were gone like my exercise my meditation and all that kind of stuff and it was just a nice reminder of how powerful that structure is and of course there's going to be times in your life that you won't you you may have to miss it or there may be like if your mm-hmm. kids are sick or whatever there may be times but just yeah. it's it's almost like your anchor it just keeps you exactly that that's that's it it is yeah. your anchor yeah mm. yeah and, yeah. and and I love even like the way you said setting your alarm for half an hour earlier like I love to call them just mindful minutes so like yeah. I do 20 mindful minutes before I do anything else and mm-hmm. for me that's my meditation and it's just for me it's as soon as I get out of bed it's not for anybody else and the difference like even like I just feel like I not I feel centered I'm I'm everything is is okay and even my mind during the day I'm not as anxious I'm not as kind of overwhelmed I'm just much more present and that's only 20 minutes 
and, and yes it's an earlier alarm and some mornings I'm looking and I'm like oh my god please but I'm at the point now where I know how good it makes me feel so that overrides my desire to stay in bed because I'm like no this I helps mean. too much if if I miss it and there are mornings that you miss it like I am catching catching my tail for the day so I know it works for me I've been practicing it for years so it's not something that I have to say every morning oh god I have to do this it's it's it's, it's a normal thing so once it becomes like brushing your teeth yeah and and that's what I would suggest to try and have that little routine so normal for you that when you get up you're checking in with yourself before you check in with anyone check in with yourself write a few words do a little bit of breath work do a little bit of meditation do a little flow of yoga anything that you're doing for yourself whatever again this is things that you enjoy like there's no point in doing yoga if you hate it or a breath work if, if you're not enjoying it so have a look and, and write down what do I enjoy what makes me feel good or even if you've practiced any type of practice like a breath work how did I feel after that and you'll know instantly that that made me feel really good that made me feel really centered it clears my mind it's an amazing tool I'm going to put that in my toolbox and even have at the start of your journal toolbox and keep a note of everything that you have so when you're feeling out of sync and when you're feeling challenged by life right let's go to my toolbox what have I got here and what can I implement and you it's not implementing things that you have to leave the house for or, you know that are really difficult to be able to access your toolbox is something that you can access in that present moment so if it is just dropping into to your breath if it is just dropping into your mind and just um engaging with that moment for five minutes with a cup of tea it doesn't have to be you know cacao it doesn't have to be anything you don't even need a mat you know you just need awareness of the present moment and awareness of the tools that that work for you yeah definitely and I I'm sure everyone listening to this is sick to their teeth of me talking about a toolbox but it's (laughs) it's been one of the most valuable things throughout my entire journey and it ranges from things like a walk on the beach my coffee with a few pages of my book it's a meditation it's even doing 10 minutes of I use the down dog app if I can't get to a class and I'll just pause when I come in from work and it it changes as well so like depending on what's going on in life you can use different tools but again like like you said Lorraine it's just taking a bit of time and that's a lovely idea to write it down at the front of your journal like brainstorm a few things that make you feel good and that make you feel a little bit more present and there's also great things like I use YouTube all the time or things on Spotify there's there's loads of stuff available there's there's so much free content I've seen on your your uh, website you've loads of free content for journaling tips and stuff like that I'm the same meditation there is so much free stuff out there that you can access that you don't have to be investing in these big gym memberships or these retreats for for weeks on end or you know it it just has to be those moments those magic moments I call them magic moments in the morning because are golden moments because that's how powerful they are and that's how like they, it's like you know that's how much um power that these moments have because it's like golden moments you know because yeah. they really set you up yeah for your day I always I use challenge of life and and that's it it is and you will never be able to avoid it but it'll just help us respond to it differently and and keep going a lot of the time like so say if I would have suffered with anxiety so I'd feel the anxiety coming on I'd say right okay I need I I can feel this coming on I need to I need to check in with myself here now and I'll just go and do a breath work um 
and you know just go and do a yoga flow or it's I, I really like grounding exercises so just taking off my shoes and socks and walking out in the grass you know and that's just bringing me back even in the nature and the leaves and stuff like that but again you can just do it in your back garden you know you don't have to go to you know the phoenix park or you know anywhere fancy you know it's just a matter of just doing what you can do at that time yeah and i used it when i was trying to work on my self-care i find like visuals really help me kind of connect so I would use this idea of like my inner spark so if you think about it like your self-care spark is like a little fire and all of your sticks and your twigs and stuff when you add them that fire grows and it gets brighter and brighter but if you Mm -hmm. ignore it it will go out if you don't add anything to it and you give it no attention that spark is gone and it's just about doing whatever you can on any day so like one day I might have had five minutes to do a quick breathing exercise if I was stressed another day it might have been I had an hour to do like a nice yoga class and they represented like big branches or a little twig but as long as you're it's it's as long as you're always adding and you never forget about it because it's always inside you and I always it's so helpful as well because when you close your eyes I can actually see I can connect with my fire and where it is right now based on how I'm feeling and what I've been doing to look after myself. Yeah. And it's not to get annoyed at yourself. It's have a bit of compassion and be like, this is okay. Mm-hmm. I just know I might need to do something for myself. Could I do something this weekend? Or could I go to one of your women's circles? Or could I do a meditation? And just keeping that spark alive because it it is the most important thing it's because so if you don't have it, you, mm-hmm. you've nothing to give. And I know I'm always kind of saying that because I don't have kids and stuff. You do, I'm sure you agree, agree, Lorraine, you do have to come first too, because if you don't, you don't have anything to give. Well, that's, I, I always say um, you can't fill from an empty cup because if you're constantly giving and giving and giving, there's only so many years you can do that for. And there are people out there that are doing it for years and years and they're so, their self-worth and their self-esteem and their fire, as you call it, within themselves, is just so diminished that they don't even know where to start. So anyone that's listening out there that's really struggling at the moment, I would say start now and start with you. Start with you in mind and do something for you. Like, as we said, there's so much free stuff that you can access out there. But just recognizing that that's where you're at and that from now on that you're going to just give yourself that little bit of time. If it is, come to a circle, share and and, and realize that every woman feels exactly the same. And, you know, we talk, we support each other, we have fun, we dance, you know, it's but again, it's not even a matter of having to go to these circles. It's a matter of just accessing anything, any time for yourself. And it's literally just time. That's all we're talking about is giving yourself time to 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 feel like a woman again to feel like you again you know it's very very hard being being a a working mother you know if you're working at home if you're working outside of the home no matter where you work you're going to be constantly doing stuff um even if you don't have children you know no matter what you're doing you're a woman you're you're doing a lot of stuff a lot oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and it's it's like I remember even talking to Michelle I think we we spoke about it on our podcast we were talking about just self-care and stuff and she even said like that flipping it around to be like I have more to give my my baby if if I look after me and like yeah and like I I love even like you know and Oprah's like until your cup is running over that should be overflowing and people (laughs) 
like she used to be like oh people say I'm so full of myself and she's like great I want to be full of myself I want to be to have looked after myself that I can give so much more because even like I don't as I said I don't have kids but like even in my relationship like if I haven't done stuff for myself I'm more cranky I'm less present I am not it, it affects everything it'll affect my work it'll affect like when I'm over with family and I think it's important as well that when you're feeling good to still show up for yourself so not not only show up for yourself when you're feeling low and when you need that but when you're feeling amazing and to show up and say I feel amazing I'm after doing so much work and I actually feel amazing and this is great and like anybody in the circle in in my women's circle that would say today I'm this week I'm having a really good week and I feel amazing and the cheers it's yeah. like ah, I love seeing people actually stepping into their power and really feeling that amazing feelings because it's not all about just feeling down it's about it's about the yin and yang yeah. of life and that's it there's um, space for every emotion yeah, and like good. there's nobody that doesn't experience like emotions of sadness of feeling really low of struggling but again it's like I always felt when I started off on on my own wellness journey like I would only use my tools when I was already in that place of really struggling and I had to take the lesson of okay I need to do these little and often because it kind of helps me stay in a better place than just do just turning to them when I'm already feeling really stressed or feeling really anxious because like I said it's like a yin and a yang it's a balance of of using them and it's a practice it's a daily practice and it's you know as with any practice you need to keep showing up you need to keep doing it you need to keep practicing and it's going to change on a daily and that's the beauty of life because if we were constantly in the same mood or mode all the time sure how boring would that be (laughs) So these meltdowns that we have or these high points in our life are actually what life is all about. It's like enjoy the journey no matter what. you know. Oh, yeah. And I yeah, there's so many things that have happened for me recently that I'm like, OK, this is all just a lesson. And even um, I have yeah. a, a lovely coach that I see once a month. And again, she yeah. her her message is always like the journey and the struggles are where you learn everything. If things were always good and always felt really well like mm-hmm. yeah like my lowest point would have in 2020 when I just completely said right I can't I can't do this anymore um that I am so grateful for that point because that brought me to where I am today if I had never experienced that I, I wouldn't be doing what I, I what I do today I wouldn't be empowered the way I am feeling today now I'm still I still struggle a lot but I know now that th- these low points are, as you say, the lessons that, and I take them as blessings. And I always say, take the, the lessons as blessings and say, thank you for showing me what I needed to show. Because that each time allowed me to step even more into my power and more into my power and say, actually, this life, we get a sure chance at this life. So let's live it, you know, live it to our best, the best of our ability and live it true to ourselves genuinely true to ourselves authentically true to ourselves and you'll just be happier now I'm not bouncing around happy all the time (laughs) I do do still have low points um you know but I I I can quickly recognize them and come out with them a lot quicker you know but life is tough even with children like I've experienced a lot of tough um this year would have been one of the toughest years my son suffers with mental health so I would have had to really support him 
in that journey and that was really hard as a mother and especially with everything that I do you know I've, I've just found that really really difficult but again I just knew that this I need to be strong for him and you know this is just part of the journey and it's part of his journey as well and you know so just continue to try and support as best I can but I need to support myself as well yeah so yeah because if you don't do that then you have have less less support to be able to give him yeah Yeah. and do you find with your kids that your what you do and you having your tools kind of ripples out to them like would they be kind of interested or would they do anything themselves at the moment like teenagers I've three, almost three teenagers my daughter just turned 12 so she's almost but she 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 does her journaling and she does a bit of yoga meditation she she loves it and she's a girl like but um the boys again they're not they're a bit like you know what does mom do you know mom is what you do making that cacao stuff again and like I'm like would you like some cacao <laughs> I make it a hot chocolate and we'll just sit and drink mm. it you know so um, it does create a ripple effect. And like my son now, he is beginning, he's on the mend. Um, I just think teenagers um, throughout COVID really struggled at his age. He would have been 16 at the time and without being in school and, you know, the connection. And it's it's hard being a teenager anyway at that age, you know, all hormones and you just, you don't know what way life is going. And they were just so triggered by COVID. Um, he began actually getting panic attacks from COVID. So he suffers with like, yeah. chronic um, panic attacks and anxiety. So it was so difficult. But the likes of breath work and meditation and all the tools that mm-hmm. I use that I can teach him are what helps and journaling, you know, and that's actually what the medical advice that he's getting as well. So he was able to say, all right, man you know journaling actually is really good and you know maybe just breathing through through trying to control panic attacks is what helps and ground and exercises and stuff like that so thank god you know for being able to you know and that's so powerful for for your kids to to see how helpful having a little toolbox of things is even if it's just like sitting down and having a bit of a rant and like talking about what's what's been going on and yeah I yeah I I feel my heart goes out to, to teenagers and stuff especially yeah. um and parents and um parents like dealing with teenagers that are going through mental health and there's so many of them there's so many teenagers struggling at the moment and you know I do t- I do t- two box talks for teens and stuff like that and um, I do teen yoga and stuff my my um job I would have worked with teenagers as a social care yeah. worker so all that experience comes back into it you know and I just think teenagers at the moment are really really struggling and being able to offer them a space a safe space to to feel seen and heard you know and and acknowledge that this is okay that everybody else is going through it as well you know it's really really important that's it that you're never on your Um, own ever like you're never alone with what you're feeling or with people who are out there who understand and who have probably been there too um Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of power in that connection and that that feeling of not feeling on your own exactly yeah and coping skills that will bring them through through life you know um to learn them at such a young age is is really powerful but yeah it's it's challenging life is challenging and you know, for anyone out there listening that is struggling with, with teenagers, um, just trying to even get them to talk 
as you say, not even at, at on a deep level, but even just talking in general, just venting, you know, it, it's, you know, communication is the key. Talk, 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 yeah. talk. Yeah. You know? um, and one of my, my other questions for you with regard to the, your journey and everything was a lot of, I know a lot of people listening will relate to struggling with like self-limiting beliefs and telling themselves that they can't do it or they're not good enough. And that's stopping them from moving forward do you have any advice for them on how to deal with those self-limiting beliefs or how to like I love to kind of like imagine myself I'm kind of picking up my fear and I'm just walking with it like it's still there but I'm I'm trying to still walk (laughs) what I what I would say is fear is a good thing you need fear if you weren't afraid to do something, well, then it's not, you're not, you're not being challenged enough to do it. So I think if you're feeling fearful about any decision that you make, you're making a right, a right choice. So it's, it's allowing yourself to step into the fear and being brave enough to say, actually, I, I have this. And I think with self-limiting beliefs, using again, your journal, writing down what it is you believe, what you think you believe, because most of the stuff that goes on in our not head true. isn't real no it's not true it's what our our mind is telling us to try and hold us in the comfort zone and we don't want to stay in the comfort zone because we're not going to grow so to allow ourselves to grow in this life and on this journey we need to step in out of the comfort zone and actually step into the fear so facing the fears and like cold water therapy and and all these type of um putting yourself into these challenging environments really help I think with with facing fear factors but the the power of words and using your journal and saying so I I don't feel confident enough is say it's that uh, self-limiting belief that I may have and writing that down and then actually just changing the words on that and say I am a strong capable confident woman and and actually using making your creating and making your own affirmations and using them on a daily basis mirror work it's, it's such a powerful tool I use it as well in a lot of my coaching sessions I use it in some of my um circles as well and it's just actually looking at yourself in the mirror and saying positive affirmations that are like in relation to what it, where, whatever point of your life you're at and whatever is relevant for you but just repeating these powerful um affirmations it's, it's a really really powerful exercise and tool quite difficult initially to start with because I remember when I started mirror work um I know Louise Hay does a lot of it and I would have started about eight years ago ten years ago maybe initially I couldn't I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror that's how low my confidence and self-esteem and everything was I couldn't even look at my reflection in the mirror because I think a lot of the time when we're looking in the mirror we're looking to change ourselves but this isn't about changing yourself. This isn't about looking at the vision, looking at your eyebrows, or your eyelashes or whatever else. This isn't an egotistical way. This is actually looking into your eyes, making that contact with yourself, seeing you as a person and saying, you are an amazing woman. You have gone through so much and you are capable of going through so much more, you know, and just really empowering these statements into your life and using positive words because words are spellings and will create an energy, a vibration and a ripple effect. So if you're constantly telling yourself you can't, you're not good enough, you're this, you're that, that's what your mind is going to believe. But if you change the script on it and say, I am a confident, powerful woman, and like it is hard to do it, but the more you do it, the better it, it is and the more of a creation of a ripple effect it'll have. And, and soon it becomes your default because it's all about neuroplasticity, isn't it? That like 
for everyone listening like you can create new neural pathways or I call them loops so like your mm-hmm. loop right now might be I'm not good enough or uh, whatever your limiting belief is but with using your affirmations and with being more intentional like using your journal and planting new seeds of thought you can form that new pathway and like there's some that I've been doing I remember actually when I did a one of my first podcast episodes I I'm so hard on myself all the time I always have been but I recorded an episode and I listened to it back and I was like she's Robin that was really good I was like whoa I just told myself an episode was good but I've been working on trying to not to not keep repeating that I'm not good enough over and over again I was like there's that new loop there's that new thing that I've just been trying to say and like that at the start I didn't believe it it felt really far off but with repetition you do get used to it and and it definitely does work so that's really good yeah Mm. that's brilliant I love that yeah I was so shocked just like geez I actually said that that was good and I kind of try and catch myself or like like you said with the mirror work I have a picture of my younger self my phone um I don't know if I'm like six or seven but if I'm really being a bitch to myself I'll kind of look at her and I'm like you know, I don't want to be this harsh to her because she's still mm. in there. And it's just so easy to do to ourselves. But yeah, like we never say yeah. that to a friend. We never we say it to our, our kids. Critics. Yeah. You know, we are our own worst critics. And uh, another thing with the mirror work, it's like, so speak to yourself as you would speak to a friend. So we give our friends so much advice all the time. We give our loved ones so much advice all the time. But then what and what are we telling ourselves? Negative thoughts, negative, oh, you're not good enough. You can't do this. Stay in your box. Who do you think you are? You know, and it's a real Irish mentality as well to just, you know, not shine and not be confident because it's too cocky. But it's actually not. It's not cocky. It's just about you being able to be confident enough to be yourself. Imagine that we're not confident enough to be ourselves. It's it's shameful. But with empowering women and and, and standing together and, and cheering each other on, I just think the more we can do that and the more we can stand together, I do, do think there is a change in in women now. And and it's 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 supporting each other as well, you know, throughout this journey of life because we're we can relate to each other so much yeah. as women. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100% all about back to your taking your power back yeah it's mad and I of course want to before we finish talk a little bit about your I know you have some gorgeous retreats and as we mentioned your women's circles um so do you want to tell us a little bit about them just for anyone listening um if you'd like to I'll also Um, put all the details in the notes so you can follow links and check out the events so my women's circles happen twice a week on Port Marnock Beach at 10 a.m. So on a Wednesday, I actually do it for free because I want to give back and I think it's really important. Um, and it's an amazing circle. Everybody is welcome. You know, come on your own. Most women come on your own, on their own. And they've there's such a beautiful connection of women together. And we just do a little bit of yoga. We, we drink some cacao. You just pay five euro for your cacao if you want it. You don't have to have it. Um, and we just sit in circle and we share literally just share and support each other and some weeks as I said some people are going through really tough times and other weeks women are saying I feel amazing you know I really needed this and so it's 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 for everybody just to connect with each other it goes on for about an hour and a half and then we have a little dip afterwards so it's a beautiful beautiful morning um and a Saturday morning as well so check out the links for that um I'm also 
um, involved in an Anamtua. It's an, a retreat. It's called Anamtua. So it's a holistic retreat. We've just put up dates for next year. We're going into our third year. I do it with myself and Paddy, um, Breed Trust Flow, if you know Paddy. He's an amazing breadwork instructor, a Wim Hof breadwork instructor, and he does the ice baths as well. But just an, an amazing person. And the two of us just came together to create a holistic retreat. And it's it's a real journey. Um, to I'd say if somebody's really looking to find themselves, I would say invest in Anam Tua because it's just a beautiful weekend of yoga, breathwork, meditation, but really coming together and finding your soul tribe. And that's what Anam Tua means, soul tribe. So highly recommend you check that out. Um, and yeah, I'm constantly doing like empowering women circles and stuff like that and workshops and cacao ceremonies. So just check out my page. There's, there's a lot going on. And do you have something special coming up in January? So I do. Um, I have a really special event. It hasn't went live yet, but um, it's due to go live early, early December. Um, and it's to celebrate the women of Ireland, really, um, to bring the women of Ireland together to unite um on the hill of Ishnacht, if anyone knows the hill of Ishnacht, which is the heart of ireland and the whole idea is that we're going to enter into the guinness book of records to create the biggest women's circle in the world so it's happening it's happened <laughs> we just need to experience it yeah. um and it's all for charity for so sad charity um which is a really it's a charity so close to my heart um and it's first um suicide awareness and mental health awareness for children and adults in Ireland so it's a really good cause and it's going to be a great it's a holistic day out and there's going to be loads of influencers there you'll you'll recognize a lot of them and yeah so this is happening in yeah January I'm really looking forward to it it's called Festival Manaw Brilliant. the 6th um, and the 6th of January which is Nullig, Nullig Manaw Irish Women's Day what's your Instagram handle it's um Lorraine Oh no, it's the Wellness Coach 2020. Perfect. So I'll leave links down below, as I said, for all of those things. And I can vouch for your women's circles. And I've heard that Anam Tua is really special and, like you said, kind of transformational. So I think, yeah, if you're someone who's, if if it feels in, in you at the moment right to kind of do something like that, follow your, follow that little yeah. spark. Um, yeah. But Lorraine, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Robin. It was beautiful. Yeah, I so <laughs> enjoyed that. I know. And thank we you. were saying our, our journeys are very similar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. And, and but I think all women, we're all, we're we all, so all relate. Similar. We can all yeah. relate. Um, and thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks, guys.